morning, everybody. It is Monday, the 5th of December, almost Christmas already. And the soccer score was just perfect this morning. Henry, you thought the English were a bit boring, I hear. Boring was not the word for it. It was a terrible game. You can see why people get bored of football compared to the French game. God, we got no chance. (laughs) Job job done. And my daughter's relationship with her Argentinian boyfriend remains intact after the weekend as well. This is the Marcus Today morning meeting podcast with Henry Jennings and Marcus Padley. This is general advice only, not to be confused with personal advice. So not much happened over Friday. We had the jobs numbers in the US, which were stronger than expected. Wall Street fell 355 points, bond yields shot up. And then by the end of the day, Bond yields were down and the market was up. So not too much going on. What do you make of it at the moment, Henry? It's hard to get excited. I mean, Christmas is coming, but more importantly, the uh, FOMC is coming on the 13th and 14th of December. So that's going to be the key for the US market. And of course, we have our own RBA tomorrow. So uh, once we get those out of the way, Santa. Uh, yes. And the RBA tomorrow, there is a list in the AFR of all sorts of strategists and their projections. The message is that almost everybody's looking for a 25 basis point rate rise. And then the speculation after that is how many more rate rises we get before the peak in, in rates. And there is a bit of debate over that. So some people thinking we're going to peak at 3.7% and the most aggressive suggesting we're going to get four more rate hikes on the trot and peak at 4.1%. I don't think it is going to affect the equity market too much. The message is on board. The Fed have gone soft. The RBA don't really matter. And the market is quietly trolling higher. A good night overnight for resources. All the metal prices were on Friday. On Friday, the metal prices are very strong. We had the nickel price up 4.5%, copper up aluminium up over 2% and resources. The only real feature this morning, if you were to look through the sectors, you'll see that the energy sector up 0.2, the resources sector up 1.5, metals and mining up 1.8. Macquarie pointing out some Chinese lithium carbonate production has been cut back because of water tailings issues. And they say it could tighten an already tight lithium market. They they mention uh, mineral resources, MIN and IGO as their preferred producer, along with Pilbara. Looking through their table, Henry, they they still see significant upside for all the lithium stocks. They've got (laughs) mineral resources, 41% upside on their current target price. Pilbara, 62%. IGO, 31%. Liontown, 68%. Global Lithium Resources, GL1, 90%. You hold a couple of those, I assume, Henry. I do. But, you know, you put garbage in, you get garbage out at the end of the day. And if you put in a a very high lithium price forecast, you will get very high lithium stock prices. And every broker knows that whatever party's going on in the market, you have to be at the party and you don't get to the party by being negative. So very positive Macquarie on lithium stocks. I do wonder in our ideas section, we're doing very nicely in our ideas section, but we are missing a couple of things. I've missed this resources rally as I wrote about in the weekend. I missed that 35% on 40 and 20% on BHP and Rio. Do I buy now? And I also missed gold. I took a 19% profit on Northern Star and it's kept going up. And I've also left the lithium to you, Henry, but goodness, I should have held MIN and Pilbara Minerals because those have, uh, ever since we took a nice trade out of them a month or two ago, 
they've just gone up and up. Anyway, I'll put charts of all the major lithium stocks in the ideas section today. Have a look at those. You'll see them all hitting new highs. I think uh, PLS has come off the top a little bit. It's all pretty ritzy, got to be said. Right. What have you got in your Henry's take today, Henry? Well, it's Monday, so I've got some uh, stuff from the US in terms of their fear and greed. Uh, an interesting thing that I saw someone posted in Twitter and I reposted on Facebook was the strategy of buying the market when the fear and greed index in the US is above, I think it was 30, and selling it when it was below 20. And it is now 19 on the VIX. And that uh, strategy has produced very, very good returns. Backdated just shows you that uh, simple sometimes can be good. But at the moment, the VIX is below 19, which is kind of, I think 8, 17, 18 is about the long term average. So we do have a lot of complacency in the US. And I guess it's that time of year. Also, uh, Livewire had there a recap of the 27 stocks that were tipped by the fund managers. Only four of the 27 are actually positive for the year. So the masters of the universe haven't knocked it out the park this year. My 2022 stock was BHP, which I did for the advent calendar for Osbiz, which has gone quite well. I did one for Osbiz guys and was talking about Ramsey, Ramsey Healthcare. And you'd be a buyer of Ramsey, would you? Or is this for a particular type of investor only? Well, obviously there was a bid this year from uh, the barbarians at the gate, 88 bucks which the company tried to engage with, but uh, in the end, they walked away. There were some issues with Europe in terms of their Sante business, and Ramsey potentially could unlock some value by demerging, floating, or doing something with that business. There's also the hidden assets in the property portfolio, which was one of the attractions of Ramsey in the first place to KKR, floating those out. I think they're worth around four and a half billion, and then you can lease back the hospitals for it. So it just becomes a bit of a REIT play, a deep value play. The stock has bounced off 56 bucks to 66 bucks. There's probably another five or six bucks in it, I think. It's uh, not really a cheap stock, though, is it? 35 times, something like that. I think the yield's sort of two, two and a half percent, something like that. Not your not your value play. Out of the number one stock picks on Livewire, worth mentioning some of the poor performers, email payments down 80%. Raise Invest down 76%, Spotify down 65%, Megaport 64%. That's a pretty ugly list. If you were to average all those, Henry, I don't think it would have outperformed the market, quite honestly. I think you'd, I think you'd have ripped up a colossal amount of money. Oh, oh, well, actually, they've got the average in there. The average capital gain was minus 32% from the Masters of the Universe. Nicely done, boys. Not terribly good. Uh, I do notice out of our from our one-stock portfolio picks that the Marcus Today team made back in 2021. You would have made a fortune, of course, initially, and then they've all come off the top. But uh, Chi-Chi's stock pick, can you believe it? The CBA has actually turned out to be the best of the bunch. We're hitting an all-time high recently, so well done, Chi-Chi. Timing is everything, everybody. Uh, right, I have a small strategy piece out today. I have to say, when the all odds average return for a year is 5.77% plus dividends, 
And when you look at this strategy portfolio, we're the last people to blow smoke up our own bottoms. But when you look at our strategy portfolio, time in the market does work because most of our ETFs now are up over 10% in a period of 60 days. So you can time the market, I think, is the message there. And quite honestly, if you're watching or reading a daily newsletter and not bothering to time the market, then what are you reading for? Because the whole thing is about, the whole of the stock market's about timing. Also, I run through today just the events coming up. So we've got the FOMC meeting December 14, RBA tomorrow. One of their biggest inputs at the moment is labour and energy costs. Energy costs are coming off the top, but have a look at the charts in there. Australian unemployment, lowest in a decade, if not more. And our hourly wages number has been ripping up recently. We need that to peak out before the RBA can really relax a little bit. Other little things today, OPEC didn't cut production. I'm not sure, have a look at the chart, but I'm not sure I'd be buying the NG sector exposed ETFs at this point, oil price trending down. Woodside's held the whole sector up, the whole NG sector up, probably because it bought the BHP assets and attracted a whole load of new shareholders and it's outperformed dramatically. But the rest of the sector really going nowhere at the moment. The other one is the uh, resources sector chart. You'll see that it is performing particularly well in this recent rally. This is a, a fabulous sector for long duration or medium duration traders trying to trade BHP or Rio or Fortescue. You can make a living out of that and ignore the rest of the stock market. You'll see how volatile that is in the chart in the strategy section. Otherwise, uh, in the ideas section, I've checked all charts. I keep thinking I should put in some wacky ideas uh, to keep you all amused, but there's just nothing jumps out at me at the moment. There are a couple of technical signals that you might see uh, that are of interest at the moment, which are short-term sell signals on CBA and Woolworths and net wealth and that little stable of stocks as well. And Henry, there was a buy signal finally on Bubs. You still hold Bubs, don't you? Yeah, I do. They were down 4% today, so I wouldn't get too carried away. Oh, okay. Right. There we go. <laughs> Good. Right. Right, so we have a fairly routine week ahead. We've got the RBA tomorrow to worry about. Otherwise, corporate diary is almost dead. There are no dividends flying around at the moment. But as I write in the strategy section, it's all good at the moment. Quiet bull market volatilities drifted away, which is what everybody wants to see over Christmas. A lack of uncertainty is as good as certainty. And that seems to be what we're getting. So uh, happy go lucky. Any last comments, Henry? I'm um, just, uh, I put in my thing today. It's not very massively significant, but I put it in late. Um, just there are some changes to the S&P indices, which are coming up on December the 19th. Not massive changes, but if you're interested in those index changes, they are in Henry's take at the bottom today. Right. Okay, good. There we go. And thank you, our members sending us pictures from the England-Senegal game. The last time I saw you, you were wearing an Australian shirt. It's the most wonderful thing about being Australian. Everybody's got two soccer teams. England it is now. We'll see how they go. Right. Thank you, Henry. And thank you, everyone. We'll speak to you tomorrow. <laughs>